Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. We're uh, looking at the subject matter of how the Lord has gifted His body through the Holy Spirit and how he pours forth the very power and the presence of himself uh, in his body and how we function together. And so we, we're going to be looking at this in four separate uh, portions of the Scripture. We've already looked at Romans 12, now we're looking at 1 Corinthians 12. So let me just do a real quick recap of what we've seen so far. Paul said at the first part of 1 Corinthians 12 that he did not want the brethren, those who are believers, to be unaware about the spiritual and spiritual gifts. He wanted them to understand what it was that was occurring within them as a body. Okay, And you can imagine when you see some of these gifts and the manifestations of these gifts that it might draw some things into questions. And, and then we'll see later on that there was actually faction and division and pride and arrogance. Can you imagine? <laughs> within the body of Christ related to such. So he says, I don't want you to be unaware of this. He said, I want you to be reminded that remember when you worship those idols, when you were pagan and you worshiped mute idols, whichever ones you did, that there, you got nothing from that. But now you need to know that the Spirit of God is flowing through you. And because of that, no one can say that Jesus is accursed and no one who's uh, really changed and transformed by the Spirit that can happen to them unless they have a true, true experience. Then they can say, Jesus is Lord. Yeah, people will lie about that, but for someone to say that Jesus is Lord and truly mean it, to truly have that transformation, is only the Holy Spirit that does it. And it's because the Holy Spirit calls us. So then we saw in verse, uh, where is it, verse 4, that there are varieties of gifts. Okay, There are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit that there are varieties of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of effects, okay, varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. So we're seeing that even though there's vast differences in how the Lord re uh, releases his giftedness within each portion of the body of Christ, we're all still a part of one. We are the same spirit. We are of the same Lord. And we are of the same guy. Now, this is really important because uh, when you start looking at the gifts and things, as I said, people will get rather prideful about it. They'll start pointing and thinking, okay, this gift's more important than this one, and I've got a more important one than you. This is nothing new. We're going to see it later on in the Scripture uh, where the early church struggled with exactly that same kind of thing. But we are to understand that even though there are varieties of gifts, ministry, and effects, there's one Spirit, one Lord, one God. Now, listen to this next verse. This is verse 7, okay, verse 7 of chapter 12. And as a matter of fact, I think this is probably the only verse we look at right now because I really want us to dwell on this verse. You see all these things. There's varieties of uh, gifts, same spirit. Varieties of ministries, the same Lord. Varieties of same faith, but the same God who works all things in all persons. Then verse 7, but to each one, Okay, to each one, it means to each person, is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Okay, let me read that again. But to each one, 
is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. The whole point and purpose for the Holy Spirit moving the way that He does, for the Lord God living within us in this manner that He lives within us, is to where we can manifest the Spirit and whatever the Spirit is wanting to do for the common good. Quite often, people think that the gifts of the Spirit are for the individual good. Well, there is individual good. You can swing the pendulum too far either way in dealing with this right here. I know of people that say that the Holy Spirit is for the common good, and if it's anything that's personally good for you, then it's probably not of the Spirit. You're not supposed to do it. Well, that's foolishness because each individual is a part of the common. Okay, each, it's, each one of us is part of the common. Okay, we're part of the whole. And then there's other people that say, well, no, the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are only for the individual. And if each one is working for the individual, then the common will be functioning the way it's supposed to. Well, that's incorrect, too. When you look at other portions of Scripture, you see that we are to walk in humility before one another. We're to honor each other. We're to place each other above ourselves. And so that's the, the, what we see right here. That's the pattern and practice that's being expressed here. That the manifestation of the Spirit, the pouring out of the Spirit and the giftedness in whatever way He chooses to do it, Okay, and we'll see more about that later, that He does this as He desires, as the Spirit desires. And the Spirit is doing it at the behest of Father and Son because the three are in one. You know, that marvelous mystery of the triune nature of God. But that the Spirit is being manifested for the common good. I tell you what, if we were to allow the Lord to do that, if we were to just function in that way, it would absolutely transform what is happening uh, within our portion of the body of Christ, what is happening within our local churches, what is happening within us personally. I would encourage you to seek the Lord of this and say, Lord, where am I? Have I been allowing you to manifest your spirit in a way that is for the common good? Open yourself up to the spirit of the Lord and to the most high God and what he desires to do. Quite often we restrict him in our minds. We may not even say it. We may not even be thinking it consciously. But we're sitting there and we're limiting him and we're quenching the spirit because we're thinking, well, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. God, I'm willing to do anything except this or that. Well, then you're not willing to do anything. Just lay yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, what is it you're wanting to do? And realize that that manifestation of the spirit that he wants to release within you is for the common good. We'll talk more about this later. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me and I'll see you later.